Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So guys, uh, hey, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Welcome to another episode. We are not videoing this one all again because yeah, we are stuck we, in a hotel room again. We apologize. Yes. We are traveling. We're making it work the best we can. Um, right now, we are in Arlington, Texas. We are. Um, this is the Saturday before you. this launches on, on, a, on Tuesday. So... Uh, I am here. I'm playing in a softball game. This is it's called the Celebrity Softball Classic. They've been doing it, obviously not last year, but they've been doing it for I, I don't even know how long. Definitely 
you know, a good amount of years. Um, a couple years ago, a friend of mine, a contact of mine, she actually, she brought it up to me, Natasha. She was like, you know, I, I wanted you to play in it a couple years ago and you couldn't. And it was like kind of last minute and I was traveling a lot more for like CrossFit stuff and work and everything. And um, It is benefiting two veteran like um, charities. The first charity, it's called Folds of Honor Foundation. And then the other one is Vets for Child Rescue. So that is what this whole event is going to be benefiting. And it's really, it's really fucking cool. It's really cool. We're here um, at the hotel. So the first, the first game, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, are veterans. all veterans playing mm-hmm. against each other. Yep. And then the second one is the celebrity. Yeah. And I'm pretty one. sure there are some vets on our teams too. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Very cool. Um, and we've seen a bunch of people downstairs, very lovely, lovely people. And it's just really makes you remember that you have to be very grateful that we live in the country that we do. And these people have basically put their lives on the line. Oh yeah. So many lives lost for us. So it's a good reminder. They play the vets play at six and we are playing at the Texas Ranger stadium, which is already very, very cool. Yes. Um, and then we're limited. So the rosters are huge and we really only, we have like an hour and a half to play probably more like an hour and 15 minutes because then there will be like probably transition time mm-hmm. but they play first and then we play at 7 30 we play second and it's just just to have a lot of fun but i can tell you what i've been very stressed about it i know <laughs> you have been you guys i played it's a softball. lot of pressure i played softball all growing up i played softball in, um in high school and that sport in general like in southern utah like baseball softball very big so my mom played my aunt was an incredible softball player. Um, she went to college for it and really could have taken it further. I don't really know why she didn't. Her daughter, she's I call her my sister. She's more like my sister. But she played. She was a pitcher, incredible softball player um, all through high school. And her boys, so her my two little nephews, they play baseball. And she does, like, she coaches pitching. And, you know, so I told her, I was like, hey, I got this opportunity. I'm sitting there with my mom and my sisters and, I'm like, I'm going to go play in this (laughs) celebrity softball game. And if I go, I think all of you should come. So we're here, me, Gina, there's six of us and a baby. Yeah, and a baby. Six and a baby. (laughs) Um, Just a bunch of girls. Just here with the Ents women. (laughs) But everybody keeps thinking I'm her sister anyway. I keep getting introduced as one of your sisters, so. I've been, uh, you know, when I'm in St. George, I've I've had some travel in the last couple months, but just going to the ball field and kind of trying to get my game back. Um, in college, I remember playing a co-ed game and I was fine. But then a lot of time had passed. Like I haven't, I'm almost 32. I haven't played since high school. And I've got like, I overthink a lot of stuff. Mostly when I am not playing. Because whenever I've been out with my cousin and my, my nephews and we're playing and playing a game, like for fun, but still for practice, like good fielding practice, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's like second nature. I did it, you know, but the second I start overanalyzing me throwing the ball or batting, everything goes down the shitter from there. What's, <laughs> and like, yeah. and like falls apart. Um, I'm, but what I do feel very confident in is fielding. I can catch, I can fill the ball. Well, and you're when athletic. I'm, I saw the I'm, roster. There's some people on there that are not athletic. You guys, I'm in a people the roster. I got to read this to One you. One of them is, uh, my sister texts me and she goes, oh my God, Brooke just uh, 
posted her roster and Deandra from the Real Housewives of Dallas is on there. <laughs> and I was like, no, because unfortunately, I mean, I don't know if it's unfortunate, but it's embarrassing that I admit that I watch all the Bravo, all of them. Yes. Yes. It's you my, love, you love, I shit love, TV. I love shit TV. But let me just read some of these. Okay, so here's what made me a little bit more nervous. I remember the roster started coming out. Because I just, I was like, you know, I can play. You know, they're yeah. it's celebrity teams. They're going to bring in, like, all kinds of different people. Like, what are the chances, one, of all, I guess, I mean, I don't think there's anyone playing that's younger than me. But all ages, like, how long has it been since any of them played? Okay, you know. It's going to be for fun, not a big deal. And then I, then they post the roster. And I was just like, I was reading it to my brother. And it is a lot of so players, right? And people that play. Oh, that play are now. currently playing. Oh, perfect. MLB, NFL, <laughs> NHL. Uh, we've got, let's see, UFC. Here, I'm just going to, I'll read some to you. Okay, we got Gordy Gronkowski. He played MLB California Angels. Daniel Hernandez, MLS. Uh, I don't know what that is, but um, not sure. I, you know, I, I like sports, but don't know all the acronyms. <laughs> Chris Gronkowski, NFL Dallas Cowboys. My dad, I have, I know the name because of Rob Gronkowski, and all I start attributing it to is like, oh shit, these are big dudes. Yeah, this is my team, by the way, but the other team just as big. Yeah, it's the exact same. It's all these play like football players, MLB players. And I'm thinking to myself, oh no, okay. <laughs> well, there's what position do I play? <laughs> and so I'm talking to my parents because they played co-ed softball for years. And immediately, my my mom was like, "All right, you gotta be you gotta be either first base or in the outfield." She's like, "You can field the ball, and if you're at first base, everyone's gonna throw to you, you know. And if you <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you gotta throw to third. Yes, but can you imagine like yeah. sitting? I don't know, like I don't know how hard they're gonna hammer the balls. Yeah." I know. <laughs> oh. And then the I just only, can't wait to watch it. <laughs> oh my God. The only thing that's like, what did my, uh, Lindsay said to me? She was like, listen, because it's, so it's slow pitch. I grew up playing fast pitch. You know, baseball players don't play slow pitch. Right. It is tricky. It is. It's like crazy. You think it's going to be easier. It. It's only, it's almost only easy if you've never really played. Mm-hmm. But if you've played and you're used to hitting a, a fastball, quickly, mm-hmm. oh man, it's tough. So I'm thinking, what kind of like at what speed are the like softballs going to be hit at me while I'm fielding? <laughs> Where should I play? Like if I'm in the outfield, I can run up on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like if someone in front of me misses it, I can pick up like pick up the slack. But Lindsay had a good point. She said, you know, you have all these people, but even some of the best players, you put them in like a slow pitch game and everyone has, it kind of struggles with it yeah. at first, you know, because the ball is slower. You have to keep waiting, waiting. <laughs> you got to wait. It's usually like a big old arch because you're just trying to throw it up and it kind of drops down across the plate. Yep. And you're just waiting for it to drop, waiting for it to drop, <laughs> waiting for it to drop. Hopefully not whiffing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what, What's what is your worst fear that could happen at this game? Two things. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? I don't know. I throw the ball and it goes like in the completely opposite direction of where I need it to go. <laughs> you just throw it backwards. You're gonna be no, great. I think I'll be okay. You're gonna be great. I'm like nervous to um. 
you're, everyone's like, you're nervous? Dude, I get so nervous. And I've met so many important people, I guess, not, you know, famous people, like real celebrities. And um, for one, I don't know any of them. <laughs> and, you know, I look at the roster and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't necessarily know some of the names I recognize. I don't really know. can't put faces to names. Mm-hmm. And then I can tell by where they're coming from, their background. Like, oh, okay, you're an you're an important person. I don't know you though. I, I know nobody. And I have to go downstairs, like to like check in. And we had like a everyone got in last night, and they did a little party, almost like meet and greet type thing. And I make Gina come downstairs with me, and we're like sitting at the bar, and I can see the door into this room that's like a private party room. And I can just hear the music and I see all these people and all these people coming in from the outside, you know, dropping off their cars, walking in. And I'm just like, I looked at her and I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going in there. <laughs> well, no, we saw somebody drive up in a Lamborghini and people are decked out. Yeah. We were not. No. Um, so I did, we didn't go in, which was fine because eventually it all come out. Yeah. You know, I met some people and, you know, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to have the conversation of like, let me explain to you why I'm on the celebrity team. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I feel like that goes both ways. There's so many people that we didn't know who they were. For sure. I mean, that's, I mean, everybody's, yeah. Some of that stuff is interesting to me because it's just like, you don't want to be that person that goes up and meets somebody and tries to give them your entire resume. Yeah. Like, let, let me tell you why I'm as cool as I am. But yet there's almost two. It's like, like, we don't like that. Right. Like, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. And we don't, like, if we meet someone, you can give us, like, a, you know, synopsis of what you do. Like, you don't have to keep going to prove yourself to right. us. Like, if you're, if you're a nice person, yeah. yes, we'll talk to you. For sure. You know, like, we'll like you. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. It's almost as if a lot of the people that we've been running into, because like this is more, like, this is a whole new environment for us. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very different environment. It's not for like me. the fitness environment. No, which it's like a, that's like a whole. It has a, it's like same stuff that happens, but like in a whole, just a different category, mm-hmm. just like different people. Um, it's almost as if they might enjoy it, you know. And if you're someone who really thinks highly of yourself, like you look. You look forward to being able to like tell people about yourself 
and you look forward to this is an assumption by the way and you might look forward to people trying to sell themselves to you so you get to make the decision on if they're cool or not <laughs> right whereas like me and you are like oh man i don't even want to do it and um and i don't want to hear it <laughs> like i just want to judge you on your character not yeah like my, just be a cool person my, i don't i don't care who you know yeah i don't care how many people you've met or yeah. any of that but i mean i get it in those situations because it's about connecting and making yes. more connections and all that so so there's that side of it but mm-hmm. then there's this whole other side of and i you know i'm just along with you so when people are giving me their whole resume and then they go well what do you do i go well <laughs> i have a podcast I, yeah i have a podcast with my friend and um i also uh live off of my uh ex-husband <laughs> Except you don't. No, I don't. Not completely, but I mean, you know, there Honestly, is that. So, but I do like saying enough. it. I do like saying it just because it makes me look like a piece of shit. A piece of shit, like did a cra- like, like a crazy. You, you want people? To yeah, look I want at you people. Like that? Well, how many times did I tell you last night? I said, no, we are. We don't need to be dressed up. You're so cool that you're just gonna walk in in your dress down, and it's gonna be fine. I even and felt, then we and even, I even felt too dressed up last night. I know, I know. <laughs> I was we don't a, like to dress up, I by the way, guys. I was in these Wrangler shorts. denim shorts, and I had this, like, black like little off-the-shoulder top, top. Yeah. And, um, and sandals. And sandals. And I was like, oh. Well, no. And so then we came back up to the room. We were like, oh, we need another drink. And I was like, let's put our pajamas on and go back down to the bar. So we, we went did. back to the party. We <laughs> did. Everybody was around the bar in our pajamas. A couple of people that we had talked to, they're like, wait a minute, you're you're back? And we're like, yeah. Yeah, we want another drink. <laughs> we're like, we went just went up to get our pajamas on. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. All right, well. We're going to answer a few questions. Uh, I mean, some of you might not even care that this is going to be really short. But those of you that do, um, our apologies. We promise for the next one to be a bit longer. In fact, we're going to need to record on Monday early. <laughs> like I'm telling everybody, I know. I'm telling, I know. Everyone's I'm telling like, Gina, so what? There's just we're you you guys. We are uh, we're making it work. There's lots of different travels and and schedules that have been a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um, but we're making it work because we love it. doing this. We love being able to <laughs> talk with each other, but also you know, hopefully continue to give you guys what kind of brings a smile to your face when you do turn us on turn turn us on hey <laughs> when you guys <laughs> hey guys we didn't want to tell you but we both have fetishes and this really turns us on <laughs> just imagining all of you getting turned on oh my god just imagining all of you listening to us turns us on uh-huh. um okay, okay we're gonna so, answer some questions sorry i'm trying to get comfortable on this bed and then i have to start getting ready because walking over with the team yep to the ball field. To the ball field. Okay. So this is from uh, Shin, uh, Shelby. And it's uh, titled Comp Tips. Hey, guys. I have a CrossFit competition coming up. And in the past, my food and snack choice has really burned my ass. Do y'all have any... I'm not sure if she means diarrhea or if it's just that she burns out. <laughs> Probably burns out. But I, I understand yes. why your first thought would be diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Um, do y'all have any food recommendations for a spicy? Like literally and figuratively. <laughs> it, my snacks really burned my ass. Whole. Same. 
Everything burns my ass. Um, do y'all have any food recommendations for a spicy comp day summertime in Florida? I'm plant-based, but no one else on my team is. We all plan to bring a variety for everyone, though. Last time I brought all these fruits and vegetables and ended up eating sour gummy worms. Makes sense. Anything helps. Love you ladies cracking up right now listening to this week's episode. Well, thank you, Shelby. Um, I know that this is probably a question for me, so I'm yeah. going to tell you, you know, when I was in competition soccer, mm-hmm. I would, you know, it's orange slices. Yeah, orange slices were the jam, <laughs> dude. Hey, bring juice boxes and orange slices. Yeah, it worked for you. Yeah, totally worked, worked for you, me. You played a whole game. I played a whole game. Um, well, I would say this, like, one thing that we always were, to- I was always told and we practice is a r- more so actually a reminder. We were reminded. Whatever you've been doing leading up, like if you're going to a competition and the amount of volume in workouts you'll be doing that day, you've never done that amount of volume of work in a day ever before, just in training. That's where you are going. That's a mess up. Um, you want to be prepared for that kind of volume, which means you should be doing a lot more volume in your training, which then means however you find, how however you have been preparing diet-wise, um, nutrition-wise for energy for your training sessions, whatever you have found that works for you in your training sessions, you should do the same thing for your competition day. Aside from maybe adding in, because you're going to take into consideration, is it hot? Are we training outside? How much am I going to be sweating? You want to make sure you are not only drinking plain water. And if you're eating super, super clean, chances of you not getting enough sodium, high. Which means then you might get something like heat stroke. You're going to be sweating a lot, not retaining any water. You're going to be super dehydrated. So you might want, you're going to want to, like some carb sources, um, like quick carbs. There's lots of different companies out there. Um, electrolytes. We, we've done ads for element L M N T is how it's on. That's how it's spelt for their logo. But element has a really great electrolyte powder you put in your water. Um, that could be really great to have with you. Um, my dad always gives me when I've done competitions where we're doing these long, long, workouts outside he always gives me the gel packs like different Uh things for riding bikes for cycling because he's a big cyclist and mountain biking and you're out in the heat and you need some quick energy those are great little options to have in your bag too but aside from what you might drink or ingest right after a workout which is probably going to be some sort of electrolyte carb source just to get that um that glycogen that glucose right up into your like right into your muscles Everything else should not be different than what you've been doing leading up to the competition. Anyone who is trying to do something different right before, you'll, like chances are probably pretty high that you're not going to have the results that you want because you're not used to it. So whatever you've been doing, how many calories you've been eating, how you've been managing your nutrition pre and post-workout leading up to this competition, just do that. And then consider things like your elements, is it hot? You're going to be sweating. Are you outside? And then plan for that according. So have things like electrolytes. Have some sort of quick carbohydrate that you can, you know, add to your your protein drink or just to water to drink right after a really, really tough workout to help you recover fast. But you don't necessarily need to eat a bunch more calories like food. Um, for me, I can't do like vegetables. And fr- like if I'm going to do some fruit, it might be like I might cut up some 
I wouldn't even want apples. I'd probably have like maybe some berries, but honestly what I ate during competition was I'd have protein drinks. I'd have maybe some chicken breast, um, sweet potatoes, um, pretty plain stuff because I didn't want to eat anything that would upset my stomach. So for me, I can't, I wouldn't be the one to like eat a bunch of vegetables in between a training set, in, in between a competition, like in between workouts. I would want to eat something that I knew for sure would give me the, give me the calories I needed in terms of how many carbs do I need right now to recover and feel better. I would drink protein shakes because it was easier on my stomach and I wasn't going to have to feel like I needed to digest it. Like I didn't want anything mm. heavy in my stomach. Um, and that's what worked best for me. And then I always, I always took in some sort of electrolyte right after I worked out, like right after I came off the competition floor. So there you go, Shelby. Hopefully that helps. Yes. And if you haven't already had your competition, because I'm not sure when you sent this in, good luck. All right. This is from, oh, wait, I think I'm not supposed to say her name. Okay. We're just going to call her N. She says, hi, Brooke and Gina. I've been struggling with my relationship with my two closest friends. We've been friends since kindergarten, but ever since we were kids, one of my friends always acts like she doesn't care if we hang out or not, doesn't put an effort to see each other, and is quite secretive. Not that a friend needs to share everything about their life, but rather than coming to talk about her feelings, she says she's going through a lot and can't and just can't talk to me. It feels as though she doesn't care, and as we've gotten older, it has gotten draining and seems kind of immature. I'm now 24, and having to put in so much effort to make my friend act like a friend is kind of exhausting. This isn't high school anymore. How do you know when it's time to give up on a friendship? Should I stick it out and continue to deal with this thing that causes me a lot of stress and anxiety? Have you guys ever dealt with this? Hope this rambling makes sense. Thanks for making a podcast that feels like you're just sitting around talking with your best friends. Uh, N. Oh, but don't say that on podcast if you answer this on there. <laughs> so that's why she will be in. Um, well, it, from what I'm reading, to me, you're saying that she's been this way ever since you were kids. And that's a giant red flag already to me, to have put in that much energy into something that if somebody's, you know, if they're just not that into you, there's really... To me, no reason. I mean, I get it. I get it when you're a kid mm-hmm. because you want to belong with like a certain group or if she's really good friends with this other friend. I don't know what's going on with her. But if she's just not, if it's not a reciprocal relationship, I feel like you've probably put more time into it than you needed to already. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying be enemies with this person or, or don't be friends with her, but maybe just accept that she's not the friend that you need and I would just leave it up to her honestly to make any effort and if she doesn't then that's your answer Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of friends that I have that I had as kids I I have girlfriends that have friends that they have stayed friends with for years and years and years and years and they have these very tight-knit groups and I think that's awesome and I think that somehow they found the right people at a younger age. But I think that for me, I tended to be the kind of person that, and we've talked about this before, I would become friends with people too quickly, or maybe it was just that I wanted to hang out with a certain friend group that I thought was cool. And I would become friends with people that 
really weren't great friends. And I'm really not close to them. I haven't been since, well, I had a kid young too, so that kind of changed things also. But uh, the friendships that I've found in my my elder life, <laughs> my elder Jine Jine life. I was just going to say that. <laughs> have been better friends. And I would say friends that I met in my late 20s, early 30s, and then also in my 40s have been much better friends and more lifelong friends than I met when I was younger. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think that, um, I reread it so I could understand it a little bit better. I think that... Everybody, so I think it's super important, one, um, to understand, like, if you have a friend, and I'm speak, I'm actually going to speak, this is for myself, like, let's talk about me and Gina, right, versus some people that used to be my friends, and how that, why that didn't work out. Um, 
you have to, it's like you have to want to understand each other. Mm-hmm. And, and when you have care, like you have like, um, characteristics or like maybe how you handle stressful situations or they might not be the most productive and you it's like you have to be okay for instance me when I have if I start like spiraling like something's going on I'm so stressed I tend to think like internalize everything and I have a really really hard time wanting to talk about it because Sometimes by the time I have thought about it so much and I've done my best for myself to wrap my head around what I need to do to be able to move forward from whatever is going on or whatever I'm dealing with because it's the only way I can, one, feel better emotionally and mentally, two, change whatever's happening or make it better. Um, I don't want to talk about it because I've already exhausted myself mentally of me doing it on my own. And so a natural reaction for me is to not bring it up. Now, I've found that some friends, some people, for me, it's easier to talk to them about stuff or open up about stuff. And I just don't do that with everybody. Um, there are times when I've had friends that they get, like people that get so, they take it so personal if I'm not reaching out to them to ask them to help me deal with my problems. And and then they take it so personal that it turns into like what I'm going through is now all about you. Right. And, and I, what, that's why I was thinking if that's what it sounded like, but I don't think that that is what it sounds like. It sounds like. Oh, I see what you're saying from, yes. I think it's like maybe you could have been this other person and she's reading it wrong, which is possible, but from what I don't know, because like for me, that person, if you have a true friendship and you spend time together and you communicate, then you might understand that this is what happens sometimes with your friend and you will have learned through communication, maybe not when you're in a stressful, stressful situation, how can I be there for you when you're going through this? Because I know that it's hard for you, but I also know it's just as hard for you to try and talk to me about it. Right. Right. So what I was thinking was like, maybe you're the person on the other end who is just really wanting to help. And the other person is like internalizing everything and doesn't ask for help. But when I reread it, it sounds more like you've been friends for a very long time. You're getting older and you love this person, you've like really invested years with this person, and you constantly now just feel like maybe it doesn't matter the same to her, or maybe it never did, because she doesn't reach out, she doesn't act like it's important to spend time together, she doesn't talk to you about things, and when she's going through something, it's almost, you're saying that she says, you know, I'm just going through a lot, blah, blah, blah. It almost could even be, it's just an assumption. Again, I do this a lot. It's just an idea. <laughs> it could be a way for her to even have to interact even less. You know? And so what I would say is you deserve better from a friend. Right. And it doesn't even mean it's, and when you're saying that, it doesn't even mean that that person's wrong. No, and it you're, means you're just not right. compatible. It, you're compatible. not compatible. Which happens, like. It happens all the time. You're it happens in any kind of relationship. Because whatever this, your friend, whatever that person needs from somebody, well, she deserves to have like something that fits really well with her needs, right? Just as you deserve to have somebody who wants to like invest in you and your friendship the way that you're investing in 
the friendship as well. Like you deserve that too. So like Gina said, I think the best thing to do is try less. And we've done that with people. Mm -hmm. Like we're just done trying because it always ends up like we feel bad. You make us feel bad if we don't reach out enough. So then we reach out and we try to set some stuff up, but then you always bail and you never make plans. So we're done. We're going to done. We're done trying. Or it's only when it's convenient for that person. Only when it works for you. So what we've done with people is like, we don't want to not be friends friendly with you. But what we don't want to do is constantly be disappointed or us feeling like we're the bad friend because when it's convenient for you, you make it make us feel like we're not doing enough. Right. So just have less expectation. You know, if she, she or he, did she say it was a she? Yeah, I don't know. If your friend comes to you and is reaching out and it didn't take, you didn't, you weren't going out of your way to try and, you know, do it for them, then you can, you can be there. You can be a good person. You have, you have years of, you know, history with this person and you care about them deeply, but you have to care about yourself too. And if every situation leaves you feeling like all you're, you're exhausted, all you're constantly doing is like trying to navigate this other person's emotional state and you never feel like they ever, you know, reach out to you or, you know, are sympathetic to like what you might need in the friendship as well, then. Or even just reaching out to hang out yeah, with you. Just reaching out. Uh, that would just, it would suck. And we've felt that. We've mm-hmm. had friends like that. I think everyone's had friends like that. So I would try less. Yeah. Just do less. Do less. <laughs> do less for this person. Do more for what you need. And it sounds like you're just a really good friend. So I can imagine, and I would. this is what I would do, uh, if they did reach out and started you know, reaching out, I wouldn't shun them or shame them or make them feel bad or be like, so I, <laughs> it took me not being around for you to recognize right. me as your friend. No, you can't it was be just, petty. don't be petty. It's just, if you want, if you do want to be there for them when they, you know, reach out and ask to hang out or ask for help or whatever, then, then be that person. But you don't have to, I would say do less. Don't go out of your way anymore to try and just make sure that they're taken care of. Well, um, and nurture the relationships that are fulfilling you. Yes. Really focus on those rather than this one person because it sounds like you have multiple friends and I think that that's what you need to focus on and not not continually trying and and again like Brooke said it's not that you're trying to not try it just means do less and see if they come to you and if they don't what's that what's that saying if you let them go if you love them if you let them go yeah and if they come back I don't know (laughs) is meant to be (laughs) we're so stupid what's that saying if you love them let them go let them go but then come back back, then then let them go again then tell them to fuck (laughs) off (laughs) (laughs) if you love them and they're really (laughs) kind of shitty to you lure them back in and then then slam them on their face (laughs) just kidding now you know how we really feel just kidding just kidding kidding. we we really wouldn't do that but yeah that's a tough one and you 
Did I say she was 24? Yeah, she's young. You're 24. You're 24. I know that. So, but when you're 24, you feel like yes, you've had this relationship this. since kindergarten. But I was thinking the same thing. Yes. Like, you're 24. You're 24, and I think it's really important that you start practicing this with friends and, like, being aware of this stuff and, like, where you put your energy. And, again, not in a like, – don't be petty because this is – you're going to – this is going to happen a lot. <laughs> oh yeah like you are just going to constantly have new people that come into your lives you're going to you know you'll have relationships that feel like you're putting a lot of time into and they may last forever or they may fizzle out and I think that as as long as my as long as you're being a good person you know you're a good friend um and not doing things out of spite or being petty or and being you, the kind then, of person that expects to have friends that deal with things in exactly the same way that you would have. Because as you brought up, if if you are friends with somebody that is um, more guarded about their, like you said, more guarded about their feelings or don't like to tell tell you every single thing. I've had friends in the past that want you to tell them every single thing about yourself because they would. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you need to. I mean, you can still be friends with that person. You can still be close to that person, but yeah. you have to recognize somebody else's differences and be adaptable to that. And if and if and if it's a non-negotiable, and you're like, "Oh hell no," then yeah. that's and then that's just it. to make it even more complicated, because <laughs> this is it's just life, you know. But to make it even more complicated is like, okay, maybe you have a friend and you deal with things differently, and you accept that. But now to make it even better of a relationship is if you and that person can be aware of how you handle things differently. You don't shame each other for handling them differently. Right. But you on your own, you've paid attention to how someone else handles something or maybe something that you do that could be kind of annoying in a situation. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. But if you can, if you live now aware of how you, you might be able to handle things differently so it's easier for you and for your friend then you kind of work together and evolve together. And and it's it's like a back and forth where it's not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to be happy with each other. But, you know, you can't, like, completely be so stubborn and just expect the other person to just, like, you know this about me. Right, right. <laughs> well, and you don't have to. Uh, that's and, one thing and, I always <laughs> heard when I was married. You knew who I was when you married me. And I'm like, yeah. And I would hope that we wouldn't be the same person we were. <laughs> right. when we change is good. Married. We got to change. It's called maturing and growing up. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, that's weird. Anyways, I know my ex used to say the man. same thing. He's like, you've changed. I'm like, I sure hope so. Yeah. God, I sure hope I'm not the same person that I was at 20. Yeah. You know, you grow and you learn and. And you make mistakes. Yeah. But and that's, a whole, that's just, a whole other story. Oh, man. Let's not talk about mistakes <laughs> yeah, <let's>, today. <laughs> But All no, right. there is, but oh, I was just going to say this too, though. And like, for me, we were talking about like compatibility. I have become like, say I've, I've become friends with people in the past. I am a very insensitive person. <laughs> very. <laughs> and when I say insensitive, it's not that I, I, I'm just not, I'm personally not a sensitive person. No. So things that are said to me, it really sometimes roll, can, roll off me. Well, I'm not saying never, like, I mean, yeah. I'm a human, but I'm saying like on the, like for the most part, I don't. I'm not very sensitive, no. and so I've I've had friends in the past that are very sensitive, and I've realized. And of course, there are things that I can change in the way that I deal with them. But at some point, dealing with people, and not that they're wrong for that, but 
I've, I've realized what they need from me. I'm not capable of. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean I don't want to be friends with you. It just means like, I, I just can't be the person that you, that you need me to be. Right now. And, or, <laughs> yeah, ever. or ever. And, and that's always, it's, I think it's hard, especially when you have so much time invested. I mean, you've been, like you said, you've been friends since kindergarten, but it's okay to let those go. Yep. If that's, if that's where it ends up happening or that's where it ends up happening. Yeah, because if that's if what ends up them, happening. Let them, them go. <laughs> <laughs> and if they come let them back, fly. if they come and if back, they come back, it's then meant to, to be. be. <laughs> that's definitely not so it. dumb. Never put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> That's definitely not the same. We're gonna start making plaques. <laughs> no, that would be that'd be the, like something you'd find on like the back of a minivan, like a sticker. <laughs> totally, be a sticker. Oh my bumper god! Sticker. All right, guys. Live, laugh, love, guys. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. All right. If well, we're gonna them, wrap it up because Brooke's got to get ready. Yeah, and I go have to. I've got to get hit ready. And throw some balls. And you go play with some balls. Play with some balls. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, we, uh, I was like, we, we love like, you. We, <laughs> we, hey, <laughs> never let us go. <laughs> hey, guys, we hope you never let us go. Hey, don't, don't ever let us go. Uh, don't forget to rate, rate review, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 